Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your depressed host, Richard Dotson. <laughs> He's Matt O'Hara. Hi. He's Garrett Price. You sounded more jovial than I know you feel inside. Yeah, yeah, not jovial whatsoever, uh, to be honest with you. And it's not just because, you know, a Browns player got hurt. Um, I, I honestly, anytime anybody gets a serious injury, like a bad injury, like it it's, it's devastating. But, like, I love Nick Chubb so much. Like, you see the jersey here in a YouTube studio. Uh, my, I, I almost cried. Pull yourself together. Not man. really. I just lost my breath. We got it. We got it. Like I was about to cry. So I was like, I'm going to go with it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, he's my favorite Brown of all time. Nick Chubb of all time. There's been a lot of great ones. He's my favorite one. Um, favorite player. Yeah, no doubt, man. He was, uh, he is, was, um, one <laughs> oh. of, yeah, he was like oh. one of the, he was one of the, the best running backs to watch. He was one of my favorite guys to watch as well, Rich. So I, I, I get your, I, I get your, I feel your pain. I get uh, how you're feeling right now. Yeah, we were talking before the show. Like, I feel like there's only a handful of running backs, like a year, right? Like just, just a year in the whole NFL that I feel like it's a privilege to watch. Yeah. You know, there's not like Bijan so far has been a privilege to watch. Yeah. Nick Chubb's a privilege to watch. Uh, Priest Hall's getting to that point uh, where he's a privilege to watch. You know, the Dane time, go by the great. So like, it's when you see those players and you appreciate it, when you watch Pat Mahomes play quarterback, like it's a privilege to watch that guy play quarterback. Like it's, he's that good. And he does everything right. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, like it's, it's everything. It's all about the team. It's all about, you know what I mean? It's all about hard work for him. I heard somebody say it. And it's uh, no, there's none, there's no talk, you know? No, none, none. He's like, yeah. Somebody on, uh, online said earlier, like there's, or it was ESPN or something said like, there's no other player in the NFL that is universally respected and loved like Nick Chubb. Not one thing. He's like, you can't name one NFL player where ever, across the whole base, nobody does not like Nick Chubb. Nope. You might not like him because he ran for 120 yards on your team, but you respect him. You right. respect the process. So yeah, he's a huge, huge injury this week. we got some more uh, to talk about this here as well. And this is going to show you, you know, you know, Dynasters and you know, when you listen to a, pot, a lot of podcasts, uh, definitely dynasty related. Like they're trying to give you all the analytical information they can, all the the right buys and the right sells and roster construction and all that. And we we hit on all that here at Dynasty Nerds. But our number one goal is to, and if you've been a long time listener or even a year listener, you've heard to say a hundred times, is to help you win a dynasty fantasy football championship. Yep. Um, and not just throw your team in the, hopefully in the tank as if if you have to, um, and no possible way out of the Titanic. <laughs> this is the reason. <laughs> this is the reason why it's because you can go into a, a, a dynasty year where you've been you fought doing the process, doing it right, right, and you yeah. now you got the young core of receivers, but you got starters. You trade away the right assets. You got the right running backs. You got Nick Chubb. You got Jonathan Taylor. You got J.K. Dobbins, like three really good running backs, and you just drafted Devon A. Chain, you know, because you got Devon A. Chain at twelve. You couldn't believe he slipped there and helped that three start uh, that three headed monster you have. And here we are going to week three, and your t- your running back situation is devastated. And it doesn't matter how good your receivers are uh, and anywhere else. If you have no running backs, you're not winning a dynasty fantasy Bowl championship. Um, and I've seen it. I've seen a team get really far. They had the best three starting receivers I ever saw in dynasty team. He had no running game and couldn't win. When it yep. comes to the playoffs, because when you get in dynasty fantasy football playoffs, a lot of teams are good. Yeah. A lot of teams do 
the redraft player would look unusually stacked and impossible when you get dynasty fantasy ball championships, a right. lead that goes past a three year window where people have had time to draft trade for draft picks and build these super teams. Right. Yeah. So all that stuff we're, we're already there. That's why when you are in that window and what we preach all the time here and, and some people say, Hey, I see this trade. You give up a first for that player. Like, Whoa, you lost that trade. Yeah. I did lose the trade. Like I've, and I'm fine with that. Like that, that's how I play. Like I have no problem losing trades at the right time. To win a championship. And I'm not even saying now is like the right time because like it's early. It's you, very early. One yep. more injury and then you're out. And now your first round pick's super high. Right. Um, but there's people out there that aren't as expensive that don't cost first round picks. There's yeah. guys like Raheem Mostert out there right now. Sure. There's guys you can get that might get some carries uh right now to go along. Uh guys like Craig Reynolds, you know, who's practically free. I would bet Craig Reynolds is on some people's uh waiver wires. I, I know he's on, on one of mine. I was I think he's on quite a few. Yeah. Now that uh, I mean, I I get how about this Craig Reynolds at the end of last year or the middle of last year at some point, I gave up like a fifth or sixth round draft pick for Craig Reynolds, and then I cut him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's on our waiver wire in in a league for yeah. sure. Because I had him, I had him and dropped him. You need and, him for a week or two. And, and then, yeah, and, exactly. And now is David is Craig Reynolds like uh, oh that's a guy you're plugging there and start? No, th- that's where you look how you get to Kyron Williams. Hopefully you drafted Jerome Ford. Those guys are startable guys. But Craig Reynolds might come in, play a little bit of that David Montgomery role. Hopefully they expand Jameer Gibbs' role where he's just a little bit in, more in between the tackles. But he's going to get carries and be a guy who's going to be in touchdown uh, position in the red zone to score touchdowns. There's guys out there like that uh, that can help you out. Jerome Ford's probably affordable right now. That's going to cost you a first-round pick. He, him and Kyra Williams would be a little bit more expensive. But, you know, Tony Jones for Atlanta. Now, if Kendra Miller comes back, I'm sorry, New Orleans, if Kendrick Miller comes back this week, which is right. what I would expect, I mean, he's pretty much down to water. But if not, he scored two touchdowns yeah, sure. this week. Playing that rival. So, yeah, when you find those windows in Dynasty, it's important to attack, attack, attack. And now that real window is going to start sh- shaping up for you about week eight, week nine. But if you have a Jonathan Taylor and you're still waiting, say if an Alvin Kamara come the next week, you have to get into that. You, you, you have to try and find a way to tread water without giving out your first-round picks. And yeah, that's going right. to be guys like that that are everywhere or, or cheaper than that. So let's get into some of these injuries. Before we do, we got to tell you about our friends at Underdog. That's right, Underdog. They got that new offer I told you about last week where it's claim your mystery pick'em special. Ooh, that's right. Mystery. Up to Mysteries. A, yeah, the, the mystery pick'em special plus a, up to a $100 deposit match if you use the promo code NERDS. Whatever you, amount of money you put in there, they're going to double it and match it up to $100. All you got to do is use that promo code NERDS. And like we've been saying for now a long time, not only do that, you get the Dynasty GM and the whole Dynasty Nerds Nerd Herd package here. Uh, that's right. You get a joint, come out here, hang out with us, get the bonus podcast, all our tools, all that fun stuff at Dynasty Nerds. Check out the site, check out the app, uh, and you're going to see that making that $10 deposit on uh, Underdog was the best $10 you ever spent. And maybe, then you probably spend 100 win major cash. Unless you take the Browns uh, and oh. you bet on those guys, <laughs> then you're in big trouble, little Dotson, because I big was trouble. in trouble. Big trouble in little Dotson. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, uh, yeah, I was with my son. He's little older than me. So that's what it was. We were amongst uh, third row, 20 yard line amongst Steelers fans. Big trouble in little Chinatown. Anyone ever seen that movie? Big trouble, little China. And it's Kurt Russell. You must be 18 plus, 19 plus in Alabama, Nebraska, 21 plus in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fancy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpagambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK. In Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. Yeah, we, we already touched on Nick Chubb. I don't I don't think we need to talk about it anymore. We could probably Can we get on. a moment of silence for Nick Chubb? Yeah, absolutely. And if you're listening, stop what you're doing. <laughs> 
Uh, that's long enough. We got a long show to do. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into another running back that you absolutely need. But there's a little bit of conflicting information going on out there. Uh, Saquon Barkley, originally it was reported two to three weeks that he was going to be missing with his ankle injury. Then all of a sudden, Dable came out today and said, well, I haven't even ruled him out for this game yet. So we'll see. So Gamesmanship from the coach there? It's, it's tough to know. I would be bracing for the worst, hoping for the best, he, I mean, but bracing for the worst. Yeah, Saquon on the sidelines, visibly shaken, throwing it, like slamming his helmet down. Right. N- knew there was something wrong there, obviously. So, I mean, Saquon's had a history of, of ankle issues before. Right. I think he probably knows what he got himself into a little bit here. I doubt he's back this week, personally. I would be I would be shocked, actually. I would um, too. Matt Breida. So yeah, I was I would say fire up fire up Brita. Who else is who else is there? Uh, uh, Bright. Uh, what's I, his name? I honestly don't even Brightwell know or something. Gary Brightwell. Oh, uh, Gary yeah, Brightwell. Is, is he still there? I, I think so. I honestly, don't know. Who's I take your word for it, Brita. I should know. Yeah, I don't know. we all should know. <laughs> we're all it's looking like at our job. We're all looking at each other like, hey, hey, I'll, I'll look real fast. It's my job. You, I don't. There's you know how times somebody catches a ball and I'm like, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> And why don't I know who he is? I've never heard of him. I know all the guys on the waiver wire. Yeah. No, this this feels like one of those situations where it does feel a little more gamesmanshipy to me, especially Eric Gray, Gary, Gary, Eric Gray. Okay. Gary Brightwell. They're okay. both, they're both on the, um, Eric the Gray. Yeah. Tennessee. The yep. Yep. Gary Bear. Yeah. Uh, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Tennessee and Oklahoma. Yeah. They both, he transferred. Uh, anyway, long story short though. I don't think any of them are going to be that usable this week. They're going up against the 49ers. Really Tough. good defense. So yeah. I'm not like blowing Fab to get Matt Burita or anything like that. I'm just kind of hoping, fab. hoping that I have somebody else out there that I can use on my roster instead of one of those guys. Because I don't think it's going to be a long-term injury. But whoever it is, I'm not starting this week anyway. Right. Yeah, absolutely. To your point, um, like you said, it's not a long-term thing. So I, yeah. I don't go out spending a bunch of free agency money on any of these guys. So Saquon will be back. He's going to be, you know, three or four weeks probably. Max, right? I mean, right. that's max yeah. type of thing is what they're saying. So I think it just misses this week. You just you think this week? It'll be a solid little – it'll be over two weeks with the Thursday night. Gets an extra long uh, wait. Yeah. I mean, he says it's just a regular ankle sprain. He's a strong guy. Yeah, get out there. I mean, he's not doing a twist this weekend, but he'll be a racket ready to go. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, people still actively doing the twist. Come on, baby. Yeah, I think so. If you go to like, let's to like, do the twist. Yeah, of course. An old, like come an old timer home. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, old lady. <laughs> All right. So uh, next injury. Next injury. <laughs> How Grammy died? So oh, she was doing a twist. Anthony <laughs> Rich- both hips right out of there. <laughs> Anthony Richardson left the game with a concussion. Uh, right? Second um, week in a row. So, so last week I asked, "Hey guys, you you worried at all about Anthony Richardson?" And I said, "No, so, not not if this doesn't continue. We're fine in the yeah." So he, so here we are, week two, out of the game again. It didn't get a chance to finish the game two weeks in a row. Two weeks into the season, two weeks into his career, are you guys concerned at all? Uh, more concerned than I was last week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I like I'm not I'm not quite hitting the panic button yet because it's a concussion can happen to anybody. I would probably be more concerned if it was like an ankle or something like that. But 
he is obviously going to have to learn how to protect himself a little bit better. Bingo. That's that's the that's, biggest that's lesson the here. Yeah, I mean that that is the thing. Last last week was was it a rib or, or like a there chest? Was, or like that a, was another one of those conflicting reports yeah. where they like went back later and they're like, it's a lower injury. No, it's a concussion. No, it's a like, yeah. and nobody could really figure out exactly what was wrong, and they never really explained it well. Yeah. So, I I still don't one hundred percent know what it was week one. But concussion this week, two weeks in a row for a guy that. He needs to be able to run. That's where all of his fan, just like we projected, that's where all of his fantasy production has come from. He's rushed for three touchdowns in a game and a half. Like right. that's where his value is coming from. So if he can't do that, we have issues. So yeah, I'm I'm a little bit concerned, but not. I'm not panicking. Okay, so what does uh, what does this mean for the ancillary pieces there on the on the team? Anything? Any? I don't think it means. A ton. Gardner Gardner is a good enough backup. He gets it to him. He that, got, that even if Anthony Richardson misses time, no big deal, right? That's how I kind of see it. More or less, yeah. I pity the fool that drafted Bryce Young over Anthony Richardson and Superflex <laughs> and in the NFL draft. I'm not worried about Anthony Richardson. I mean, yeah, does it suck he's a little banged up these first couple games? Yeah, but you know, he's acclimating himself to the NFL. He's getting used to these hits. This is how he's going to play football. Um, concussions are no joke. I'm not making any joke about that. But we don't even know if he's going to miss a game. Yeah, this just gets me really excited about Anthony Richardson. Could be one of those, like, what's an overpay today? Uh, it's an underpay tomorrow kind of type players. I mean, For sure. he's already missed multiple quarters now. He's still quarterback number eight on the year. He's doing better than Jalen Hurts. Daniel Jones, Jones was number one quarterback uh, this past week. He's ahead of him, uh, ahead of Josh Allen. Ahead, no, it's it's only week two. I'm not... I'm not getting here. Numbers I, are goofy this early in the season. That's, yeah. I, I, I've been excited about the way he's already thrown the football in sure. the NFL. Definitely having Michael Pittman and tar- heavy target share there. I'm really excited what they do when they bring in a guy like Anthony uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. to help out as well. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be pretty uh, sexy there. So they got a dub this week, though, and the Houston Texans did not. Mm-hmm. But maybe that means he gets to be reunited with CJ. Although yeah. they, they moved their pick. Don't they have another pick, though? Or do they not have any first-round picks? Houston doesn't have a first. They round. don't have. I any. know, I, yeah. but I thought they, they had, had somebody the, they else's. Had the, they had the Browns. They have the Browns pick. That's right. Yeah. Who knows where how that appears? That so might, may, maybe it. that'll get it done. We're not talking about. We're not that. talking about it. That. Defense is too good. Only the first team in hundred over hundred years to give up negative seven yards and have a fourth quarter lead and still lose. I. That's the story of my life. By the way, I thought we weren't going to talk about. Yeah, that. we're not talking about it. So Andy he Richardson, doesn't to me, to. he doesn't want to talk about. I it. Like if, if you if I had it's therapeutic for him to talk. If I had, hear me out. If you have Josh Allen, right? Okay. It's Josh Allen, who since Dable's left, let's be fair. Let's be fair. Looked excellent last week. Let's be fair. Let's be Looked fair. Looked excellent last week. I think week one. I think week one. <laughs> I have nothing. I was trying to think of anything yeah. I could possibly <laughs> say. <laughs> week but one was bad. I want, week two was fantastic. I mean, he's great. a younger Josh Allen, essentially, is the way I look at it. Don't give me that. Oh look no, yet. Anthony Richardson. Okay, I said Josh Allen is a younger Josh. I was like, no, no he's an older. He's Josh literally Allen. every second an older Josh Allen than the one before. Okay, that makes hey, sense. Is Anthony this a picture Richardson's of you when you were younger? All, All pictures of when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what what would it take for you for me today, Anthony Richardson? What on top do you have? Would you take for Josh Allen? What would it take? The minimum. Wait, the wait, minimum. Wait, wait. So I have Josh Allen. Yeah, I have Josh so, Allen too. Somebody's offering Anthony oh, Richardson. What's the plus? I have a lot. Yeah, what's what the is plus? the plus that I need like to a, Like the real plus, like the, the, the bottom of the barrel that you would take. Superflex. Like, Superflex tight end premium. Yeah. A first? A mid 2024 first. 
That's I think that's I think that's the pick. right range. I think that's the right range. That's, that it, it's it's all about how risk averse you are. Right. That, right. Because you could be getting the exact same player and then getting a first as well. Like when I gave up uh, and a bunch Justin of Justin Herbert for right. and, uh Justin Josh Josh uh Justin Herbert for Justin Fields and JK Dobbins. Yeah, that's looking great. Yeah, way to go. Um <laughs> and that's and that's the point. Like I I don't think I would even oh god, I wouldn't. I it's don't a good think draft I, class. I know it is. I'm just not sure I would pull the trigger even on that. I because think I, I think I believe in Anthony Richardson enough that I would. If yeah, I if I, I really believed it was going to be lower than like seven. The best yeah. case scenario is you're getting the same player and then on top of it a first. A first. Right. Yeah. And that's why you do it. Super best case scenario. Like, but that first is gonna be a real top but, six is a really good draft class. But the year. worst case scenario is right. you get a guy that washes out of the league and you get a crap nothing first round draft pick and no. you're, you're standing there like this worst case scenario is when you spend a ton of money and drive Two. your son all the way down to another city <laughs> and your favorite player of all times leg bends the opposite way that God intended it to bend. Well, I mean, in a manner of speaking, yes, yes. that is a possibly, <laughs> that is a worst case. Scenario. That is a worst. Scenario. And you know if Josh Allen's ever thrown a pass again, man. <laughs> but sometimes in dynasty, you have to take risks if you if you want to get your team to that next level. Yeah, now you're not if you're a contender, you're not messing with them. I'm saying no, no. like you're like you're like yeah, middle of the road already. You're kind of like, dude, this isn't like I gotta I gotta spice this up so, a little bit. Only in that scenario. Okay, I get. It. Only yeah. in that scenario yeah. would I ever do. No, that if I'm a contender and things are good, like yeah. don't 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 fix what ain't broke. But if it's if it's not sure it's working, if it ain't broke. Don't. Fix it. Fix it till it is. Okay. <laughs> That's what they yep. say. Yep. <laughs> is that the, like the Tim the Toolman version of this? Yep. <laughs> it isn't bro fixing uh, That's like me fixing it with something one time. Uh, <laughs> all right, we got. Let's. Let, I, I just want to ask that about uh, Anthony Richardson. Let's all move right. on. All yeah. right. Yep. Let's go over to Joe Burrow, another quarterback dealing with an injury. Not the same injury as Anthony Richardson, though. But it is the same injury that he was dealing with all preseason. Joe Burrow with that calf injury. That offense has not looked good. No. Joe Burrow has not looked no. good. Dude, his calf looks so bad it might be venison soon. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> no, that's, oh, that's, veal. A, that's, we, not, that's the wrong animal. Veal. That's a deer. <laughs> hey, I was like, wait, I said venison. You paid <laughs> a goat or a sheep or <laughs> yeah. I was talking about gyros. Veal. We've got I was talking about veal. <laughs> <laughs> this show is deer. This, this show started off of the rails and we have not gotten any not closer gotten back. to them. No, right. no, we've neglected the rails all the way. We can't even see the rails. Uh Joe Burrow. You just want to talk about blowing <laughs> fab. <laughs> I heard you make the joke, and I try to just keep going, and I just and you're like you're like I feel bad for him or something like that. I just tried to keep it going. We're doing it. We're going. Uh, we are. We're on Joe Burrow. Uh, We've got the Where are we? Pussy floating around over here. Get to it. I nailed the joke that time. Nailed it. Oh man. Uh, what do you do with the show? But also, what do you do with Joe Burrow? I mean, Jamar Chase has only got 17 fantasy points. It's true. Not last week, on a year. Year. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't looked great. Week three is in question for Joe Burrow, but I don't even think it's just week three that's in question. I think they're trying to figure out how long until he's really healthy again. He could play this week. He could miss this week. He could miss four or five weeks. I would, ha like, I don't I would know. have to and, sit him. And, and Jamar Chase, 
has gone against two pretty decent defenses. Yes. You know, the Ravens are, are, are typically very good uh, defensively, and, and the Browns obviously have some very good cornerbacks. Uh, so, so they're going to, there's better days ahead, obviously for this offense, right? This was a, a tough way to start the season and the, the Joe Burrow injury. It's, it's obviously slowing him down. You know what I mean? He didn't get reps in, in, in the preseason. Now he's re-aggravated the same exact calf injury. It's probably better. It's probably best for them to shut him down for a little bit of time. And, yeah. and he probably shouldn't have rushed back for the beginning of the season, especially, I mean, hindsight being 2020, obviously. Yeah, they lost their two games anyway. Yeah, right. Uh, he should have probably just nursed that calf injury a little bit longer and, and kind of gotten that thing back to full health. I'm not a doctor. I, I'm not going to pretend to know what's best for his calf muscle um, other than I'm a human being with calf muscles. Yeah, <laughs> Run some um, robot test them out and take start. a nap. And, and if you have issues with your calf muscles, they, they have a tendency to tighten back up and, and, right. and, and it doesn't take much to get them to do that again. So, um, it's probably best that he just rests, unfortunately for, for the Bengals and for the rest of that offense, because I don't even know who, I, again, this is another one of those. Well, I have no real, idea. It's Jake Brown Greer is the third, but Jake Brown is the backup. backup. Okay. So nobody of note, uh, uh that, that we kind of even have a track record of, uh, of how they'll perform. Yeah. So, so this whole offense is kind of going in the wrong direction, uh, for, for now anyway. And, and I would just lower expectations. Obviously T Higgins had an amazing, he had an amazing week two, week two. Yep. Two um, touchdowns, uh, 60, 70 some yards. Yeah. He, yeah, he played really well. So the, the one, one piece that I'm interested in is what is this going to do for the running game? Is this going to be the type of thing where because there's no pass, they're going to be stacking the boxes and it's gonna to be tougher for Joe Mixon to run. But will it be counteracted by maybe more opportunities to do some stuff? He's more checked involved in the check down game. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's his his snap counts like almost 80 percent right now for Joe Mixon. So he's up there. He's on the field. Yeah, take a ton. That he's a truth down back that elevates himself to a running back one just on usage. People, well, same thing that when you talk about analytics, like people are going to sit there and knock Joe Mixon left and right. And I get it. When you look at from an analytical number yeah. um, and his yards per carry, that's, I don't care about that. Like he, I, he was in a clear path to get all the touches and that's fancy production. It's why we bring up the Mike Davis here. It's the most reasonable uh, comp to like super wide receiver uh, running back one production for yeah, something. Like that. Right. He's the best back on, on that roster. Clearly. Um, <clears throat> when you watch him, or at least when I watch him, it seems like he has lost a half a step. Does anyone else notice that? I think watching him or no, or no. For me, it looked like he lost the half a step last year. He looks the same as he did last year to me. Yeah, um, that's so fair. I, I looked like last year was when it was kind of like ah, you're not quite the explosive guy you once were. And yeah. and you know, it's, it's it's not the dramatic drop off that I saw of like Kareem Hunt last year. Sure, but it's like a half a step, and yeah. and it's noticeable to to. To the eye, you know what I mean. It's he, one does, of those he does pop a little bit less uh, these days. So we're like, oh, dude, three years ago, Joe Mixon was breaking it off for a sixteen-yard run, and now it's like it's a seven-yard run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of how I feel. So the end, the end is coming for him. Sure. Um, this, last year, this, since he probably, yeah, this is unless he signs another year. cheap deal to be there again next year, and he he puts up good numbers. But yeah, I mean, the days are numbered. Yeah, and with no one there on on the roster really showing out, I would imagine this is a, a prime team to get a, a running back in the draft next year yeah. already. I mean, just looking at kind of the roster construction, the fact that they're going to have to pay a couple of people as well, they're not going to have the money to pay a running back. So no. he's likely gone, and and they're looking for a guy in the offseason. Just kind of long term. Uh, Quick, a quick, quick, long-term yeah. outlook on the running back position there. No, it's, it's a dynasty show. It's yeah. a, we should always be looking at the short term, you know, what's going to win you this week, but also long-term how to plan for the future. So both, yeah. both are significant. Uh, Would you pay a first for Joe Mixon if you're a contender now? I 
Like you just lost Nick Chubb. Like say you lost Nick Chubb and the, and the owner throws your way. Hey, I'll give you your contender. It's going to be a late first, bro. Uh, I'll give you Joe Mixon and Travion Henderson, both of them. So you're, you're insulated. I, th- I think if I knew 100% what was going on with Joe Burrow, I would. I see I, Joe Burrow doesn't move the needle on me and Joe Mixon. He's going to get all the touches regardless. I, I think so, but I just, he's already not a super efficient player. Will those inefficiencies only be maximized? That's what I, the, the only thing that could help it is, are there more check down opportunities and he gets more like of that kind of stuff. But otherwise, like that's the worry for me. So I don't know that I would be able to give a first for mix. It's usually so far cross your fingers. It's, it's, it's witching hour now these days in NFL, but like he's usually pretty healthy. Sure. Um, and he's probably going back like out of the, all these back to the NFL, like outside of Saquon, who's kind of down right now and a couple other players. I mean, he's one of the most, ins- like he's one of the most safest insulated backs when it comes to touches in the NFL. I, I do feel safe and cozy with him. I, for the first round draft pick is just right on the border of where I feel comfortable. I would, I would, if I was presented this trade <laughs> 10 times, I might go either way on, on five. And, five and, and now five. it is week so two. It's so like that close. Yeah, you could wait because it is week two and say, I'll look back to it. But like, yep. so say you are a contender. Like I I mentioned, like my team, I don't, I don't think I have anywhere to go because I'm in draft capital. So I, I probably just end up trying to blow this team up, to be honest sure. with you. But say like you have another running back. Like say your other running backs were Raheem Moster and you got maybe Jonathan Taylor in the wings, right? Like to come back. But like, so you need another running back for the next like, Two three weeks, weeks or so weeks. Um, to get through there. And Joe Mixon not only would give you that go- guy in between, but like you're also not relying on all year. Is that worth a first to you? Like, because remember these three weeks, like, so say it's a three week stretch here where you're missing a player to kind of get you. That could be a difference between through. a buy and a not, you know, a, a buy or not a buy yeah. or making a playoffs and not making a playoffs. Right. Cause then, then you come back all things you think you're going to win, but now all of a sudden you forgot you you play the number three seed, the number two seed uh, in those final weeks. And you catch two L's that way somehow. I don't know. It's it's, it, it's a tough question to that, ask yourself, Dynasty, when you're at this crossroad. Like, and that's an interesting do? scenario you laid laid out there. Um, in that scenario, I think you know. I, I just told you, like in a vacuum, I'd probably take five and five. In that scenario, I'd probably I'd probably take it that that more often than the five and five. I, yeah, it, it, would, it would probably it would, it would probably be closer to like seventy or eighty percent of the time. I would take Joe Mixon well, side. While up. I can understand it, I, I'm still in the same spot because I think I would much rather try to find a different short term stopgap, like. Can I give a second for James Conner? Can I give a second or maybe even a third for probably not at this point, but Raheem Mostert? Can I find a guy like that? Well, Raheem Mostert's already on the team in this scenario. Yeah. Or that, oh, oh, was he? <laughs> okay, so, I, yeah. I forgot that. But, I, so listen, but players of, of that ilk were yeah. like second no, round players. Yeah. And, um, and I, and I want to use like Joe Mixon kind of like whatever ADP is and like Miles running backs Sanders, are around maybe. him, right? Like a Miles Sanders that's in the same ADP as him. So this... Say this isn't, I'm talking about Joe Mixon. And it's easy for when you approach other analysts or on Twitter, like, hey, what do you think with this? And this that's going to be the number one answer you get, right? Like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's not, I, I that's a fair trade, but I would try and get this guy instead or this guy mm-hmm. instead. That is thrown out there so much on Twitter and on podcasts, but as everybody here who's listening knows, for the most part, those guys are not available in Dynasty Leagues. Most got, you know, when people say you can trade for this player, most players are not available by a trade in your dynasty. Sure, there's so, only two or three guys at a time that could be had. Yeah, their teams are even sure. willing to trade. Even some teams are rebuilt. Like some may, a team might be real willing not willing to trade because they have younger assets. We know these guys aren't as easy to come by as everybody wants to say. So I want to approach it as, yeah, no, your option is, say it's Miles Sanders. Now, Miles Sanders is a little bit different because he signed a long-term contract, so I could definitely imagine him a first from Miles Sanders. But say it's somebody like in that Joe Mixon rate. Say it's like even like a Derrick Henry. 
All right. Like, so Derrick Henry, you know, yeah, is he Do better than Joe Mixon? But this is pretty much, you would imagine, close to the end of the road. Like, something along those lines. Would you pay the first? You know, I talk about way back in the day when I won a championship in our original league is I gave up a first for Ricky Williams. Knowing it was his last year. Like, this is my last year, but he yep. was still producing. I gave up my first for him. I won the championship. Now, when I look back at it, I didn't need Ricky Williams, but I need I, I played him yep. uh, in my lineups. Like, so would you give the first? Or st- would you rather just risk it and knock over the ship? I think I think I would I think I would wait. I think a first is too much, but I would reevaluate it at our trade deadline. Like, was oh. my team good enough to get me to the playoffs without this RB two? Then at that point, if my team was good enough, then I'll make the jump to help put me over the top. Knowing that you might miss that window too, because if he's if shopping I miss it, I miss Joe it. Mixon, you shopping in there, and that's and that's a question. So you're yeah. okay with it, Matt? You're seventy percent. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm about seventy percent. Yep. I'm probably about. 90 percent okay dependent like depending like it was real desperate and i still felt like i could win there what's so. the what's the difference between a player like joe mixon and um aaron jones for you guys same player not much about the about the exact same and i feel like I think the difference I, is i'd prefer aaron jones and i think so too but he's injured and i feel like aaron jones is maybe like a couple of seconds right like he is aaron jones a first round i got of? him for two seconds with eight AJ dylan yeah. And, and you're right. If you so, if you get these players, any of these pieces for cheaper, no, yes, 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 absolutely. I'm just because in my brain, those guys are so close. You know what I mean? They're very close in age. They're very close in kind of. I think you get Joe Mixon like a month ago. You get Joe Mixon for two seconds, probably for a team that's trying to rebuild. But like again, situations change. Um, when people when people realize you're a true contender, they realize yeah. now that how it's easier to say a second in in a vacuum when it's the summertime, right? Yep. Absolutely. It, but when the, when the rankings, when they know where it's going to be. Yeah. When you're like, and even right now, you're like, you haven't had to buy weeks or injuries. And like, you're say you're in like third place and you're like, dude, my team is having that good. Like a chance of me being in third place or slim to none. But people are going to see that. I'm like, oh, that's probably gonna be a late second. It's way less excited now. Like, oh, I'll have a late second and maybe another late second. But like, dude, I want your first. It's a late first. And then maybe I'll give you my third. I'm just wondering. Cause that's, a, that's a question. A lot of people face today already in week two. Sure. Like, do you make a move or do you stand pat? Like, I, I'm throwing feelers out there. I did, I'm with I'm with uh, both of you guys on this one. We're like, I'm not saying, yeah, I got I have to go out here and make a move today. Let's see how a week on three uh, unfolds too. Maybe some, maybe I do better. Maybe I have enough uh, guys in my roster to get me by. You're going to realize mm-hmm. you don't because once the bye weeks start hitting, then you're really up against it. Yeah. Um, it's and and more injuries, and that's that's the tough part. Is I sh- I really struggle giving my first this early in the process. Because so much can change between now and week nine and 10 and 11, whenever your trade deadline is, hopefully it's not till the playoffs, but whenever your trade deadline is so much can change. 100%. And the worst is you go all in and you find out week five that you're like, well, I just lost two more guys to injury. I got bye weeks coming up. And, and I'm, likely yeah. you've already blown your fab. Right. You, <laughs> you've blown your fab. They're thrilled. Fab smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Thrills me. <laughs> So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this, I mean, a hundred percent for how many people listen to the show. There's somebody out there right now that had Jonathan Taylor going into the year, and J.K. Dobbins was their number two, and they saved like Ricky Most or whatever. I, I'll raise my hand right no, no, here. No, <laughs> no and I had they, those two guys in the league. That J.K. Dobbins goes down. They know have to wait till Jonathan Taylor for two more weeks. They went out and paid a first and second or two first for like Nick Chubb. They did that. Somebody did that. That's listening. Probably. And now they're like, oh my gosh, I I'm. Worse than I was. I just flushed those down the toilet. But it's right. I mean, dynasty is a risk. Like again, you don't just we we've said this on a podcast before. If you are stagnant, you get passed up. Yep. So sitting there and waiting for we we say it all the time, right? How many trades have you seen going down in your dynasty? Like you've been playing for a while, and you go, "Oh my gosh, I would have gave more for that." Why? What? That's all you got him for? Well, he's the only one that made me an offer. 
You know, when, when somebody puts out their trade bait, when you get that email or the text message says, hey, uh, Pussyfoot updated his trade bait. These are players available. Which I is what I name all my teams. You know, I, I, I saw somebody throw in uh, the team there. I, I have no running backs where I need to uh, rebuild. Somebody updated their trade bait today, and they had Drake London as one of them. I threw Amari Cooper at him just, uh-huh. just to see. He's like, yeah, I don't know if that really fits what I want to do, but I did update my trade bait. I appreciate offer. Yeah, I, I, it didn't work. But every one out of 20 of those that I send, I get accepted. So Never it's like, know. and sometimes I get accepted and I see the comment. Oh, that's all you got him for? Like, dude, I updated my trade bait. He's the only one that sent me an offer. Like, I'm trying to blow this up. Some people are those kind of owners. We're yeah. like, we're saying, hey, we, we want to be patient. We're going to wait. Other people are like, you know what? I'm tired of looking at these guys on my team. Get them out <laughs> I, of here. I, I have iceberg. I'm not a woman. I'm not a baby. I'm getting on that ship right now. Like, before <laughs> people start to know the jigs up. So, yeah. <laughs> Who else is hurt? All right. Let's head back over was to that there. all off of Joe Burrow? That was all that of was Joe all Burrow. That was all Joe Burrow. Yep. Uh, we got on a whole running back tangent. Uh, we might have to fly through these because we let's, have a lot of guys to get through. Yeah, let's fly through these. All right. Uh, yeah, Amon Ross we're, St. We're Brown. We're in about 32 minutes. Bro. He'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, no big deal. Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, toe injury, potential turf toe. That'd be bad. Uh, but he did tape it up and finish the game. But something to keep an eye on, monitor yeah. what's going on. I mean, he uh, taped it up. He'll be safe. Yeah, I mean, I feel, some dirt I feel like turf toe is a tough one for wide receivers specifically. Yes. So uh, we will have to monitor this one. This it hasn't week. been diagnosed as that as far as I can see. But yeah. uh, there were some medical people on Twitter talking about, oh, it could potentially be so. Sam Definitely Laporta to the moon. <laughs> how, how many uh, more games is Jameson gone? Four more games? Uh, right? Four more games. Six total. Yep. Yep. Assuming he doesn't get hurt again between then and now. I don't have like his third like catch in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> uh, DK Metcalf, rib injury. Pete Carroll said he will need a couple of days. And that's Pete Carroll. So that's probably a couple of weeks. Right, right. Um, he is very uh, optimistic on everything. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, DK, he looked like he was in some pain. And it's going to be a pain management thing. That ribs always are. Um, so we'll see. DK is a big, strong guy. Yeah, I don't he, know how that got through his abdominal muscle. Well, He's I like mean, He-Man out there. He is like He-Man. So we'll see. I would say, you know, he says, P. Carroll says a couple of days. It might actually be a couple of days for something Dude, like it, DK. It might be. Chubb, DK Metcalf, look out, David Njoku. Why? <laughs> was like a, Why? Those How? guys with like those Adonis bodies. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, like, uh, where are these dots being connected? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys that have bodies, like if I trained eight, 20, if I trained 24 hours a day, uh, and took all like the steroids I could. I <laughs> still wouldn't be as steroids. big as those guys. <laughs> uh, it, that, it will be interesting too because if it is a pain management thing, he plays such a physical brand of football that will he be able to play as physical as he normally plays? Yeah, so I'd be cautious as well if he does go out there, yeah. say he misses when he goes back out. Like he might be a decoy. So you have to be cautious of that as well. I, that's why I thought Amari Cooper was going to be in Monday night. I, I kind of thought so too. And he was way more involved. He, that little tar- eight targets and Elijah had eight I targets. I benched him in a place. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you saw how many targets uh, George Pickens got. It was ten. Yeah. It was ten targets. Well, he, he, yeah. Deontay Johnson was out. But speaking of which, IR four weeks. IR four weeks for Deontay Johnson hamstring injury. Uh, so we'll see when he comes back. Yeah, wide receiver eight over there doing him to do just fine. Hey, we said he would have a couple big games. There was one of his yeah. big games. One big catch. Come on. Yeah, we're not talking about that game. Move on. <laughs> uh. David Montgomery, thigh injury. Uh, another one where there's a little bit of conflicting reports that, there. Did you see that injury? I didn't see the actual injury itself, no. So, I mean, there was like a defender basically had a hold of his leg. Okay. And he just kept like kind of spinning, trying to get out of it in one place, and then he was injured after that. Like his, huh. his oh, yeah, I did see that. 
Um, it was kind of, but odd. you would assume that would be like an ankle that would be hurt in that scenario. He had it up here. And I don't like, I don't know if on his calf, like right by like his knee, he had it kind of, yeah. By, like a bop it. Yep. It was kind of an odd, it was an odd one. Huh. I'd never seen anything like it before. Um, that's why I asked if you guys saw it. it no, I, I didn't. I was, see I thought for sure it was a knee just yeah, by where he had it and kind of how he was wrenching and twisting and trying to get out of the guy's grasp. He said he was going to miss multiple weeks. Right. Right. This was a weird one. So the coach, the coach Reynolds y'all. Yeah. The coach was like, Oh no, he's fine. A couple of days. And he's like, um, I am going to be out for a couple of weeks. This really doesn't yeah. feel well, right. Well, and it, it does also seem like that could be the case because they just signed Zonovan Knight, yep. which is kind of a telltale sign of, yeah, might miss some time. Yeah, Check absolutely. your waiver wire for Craig Reynolds. There you go. Yep. Devonte Adams concussion. He's going through protocol. Uh, I don't, there's not really much to change here. No, uh, I know next. Jacoby Myers was dealing with the same thing. So apparently the receivers are just, Getting jacked up there. Uh, <laughs> getting jacked Jameer up. Jameer Gibbs, ankle Dude, injury. Fab up. There's a lot of stuff going on. What? <laughs> what uh, who, uh, who was the guy? Who was the cornerback that injured Jacoby Myers week one and then oh, did it again? it was the safety for the Broncos. Uh, Jackson uh, or something? Uh, oh, Williams. That, that turd. Something. I don't know. Other hurting people? Yeah. Who did he launch at this time? I can't remember. He like honestly it launched. Was, uh, it was Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas was a tight end. Yeah, yep. and he got he got kind of rattled, right? Yeah, yeah. He launched himself into yeah. him too. Yeah, Dude, that was. I hate players like that. Him, the Minka Fitzpatrick's of the world. Oh, me. I'm sorry, Rich. I didn't mean to bring up something that made you think of that play. Again. Yeah, and almost anything could. Yep. Uh, Jameer Gibbs ankle injury. Another one where there's not a lot of information on it right now. Uh, but something to, to keep in mind and monitor. Brandon Ayuk, shoulder injury. The CT scan was negative for a broken clavicle, so that's good news in that right. Uh, Odo Beckham Jr., he's got an ankle injury that he's nursing a bit, and Jamal Williams' hamstring will need, quote, some time. So I don't know what some time means from Dennis Allen. Uh, maybe it's a it's week. Worth, maybe it's, it's worth three, checking your waiver wire for Tony Jones. He did score, came in last week and played when Jamal went down, scored two touchdowns. Now they are kind of expecting Kendrick Miller to come back this right. week. So if you did, if you did draft him and you need some running back help, he would be a really good flex play to get in there. If he is active, if not Tony Jones, probably on your waiver wire, a good waiver wire pickup uh, for your rosters. Yep. And obviously with the Ayuk stuff, if he misses any time, Debo gets a, a nice little bump as a, as a target guy. Right. Well, now that all that is over, uh, let me tell you about our relationship with Sleeper real quick before we get into our next segment. Dynasty Nerds, we're, you know, we're super stoked uh, to have this new partnership with Sleeper. Uh, coming soon, real soon, in the minis tab down here, you're going to be able to use the Dynasty Nerds app. You'll be able to use a trade calculator oh, and the league analyzer in the actual Sleeper app. Uh, and if you are a NerdHerd member, if you use that underdog promo code, uh, you have a free membership or you're a NerdHerd subscriber already, you'll get full access within the Sleeper app to the Dynasty GM. Uh, they're doing some really cool DFS stuff, some Sleeper picks right now. They're the new newest, highest payouts when it comes to DFS market right now. If you use the promo code NERDS, the same thing. They're going to match you up to $100 on your first deposit. Uh, they're currently operational in over 25 states, man. Uh, everybody knows who Sleeper is. It's real convenient. It's on your app. It's a good way to play DFS. Use that promo code NERDS uh, and look for that Sleeper to come soon. Absolutely. And let's make sure we don't forget about FFPC. Launched in 2010, the home of the largest high-stake leagues in the dynasty fantasy football community but right now we want to make sure we talk about the weekly challenge that they have launched no draft no salary cap no convoluted rules it's just 10 team 30 team or 100 team contest 100 that's a lot of teams uh pick your players by sunday's 1 p.m start and let them ride results will be determined by the total points accumulated by each 
lineup entry. Get $25 off a $35 or $200 entry by using the promo code NERDS. That is promo code NERDS at myffpc.com. Garrett, do you have 99 friends? Uh, I've got at least three. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're coming up a little short on that yeah. 100-team contest. At least three. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe four, depending on. Are two of them if right my here? My mom isn't mad. At yeah, me. are two of them right here? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought he was about to put me on a spot. I was like, dude, don't call me in there. I didn't say best friends, just regular friends. I'm wearing a sweater. So, where are we at time wise? Not enough. Doesn't matter. 40. We're good. Oh, this is real good. Yeah, so you I guys really, flew through that this second is a, half. This yeah, is a real really good... After the Joe uh, Mixon talk for all the injuries. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good next... Uh, yeah, we were talking about like this weird <laughs> dynasty strategy. Yes, yes. Um, Joe Burrow. Oh, my God. Did you guys know about running backs? <laughs> <laughs> Do you even know what a Bengal is? <laughs> so uh, Garrett wanted to do a segment here that he brought up. Like, hey... All these injuries are ready. We've a lot of rookies are playing. What if we had to redraft the rookies right now? Like say, like you had a delayed rookie draft. Like yeah. all the training camps done, all the preseasons done. We're two weeks in, and Garrett wants to redraft the rookies. Yeah, well, and this was this was specifically because I think there's a few players that would have either been not first round picks or would have been much lower in the first round that I think now we would move up the boards quite a bit. Dude, Puka Nakua is such the rage. We are redrafting. We are redrafting already just to see where he's going to go. So how about this? I, I I put out an offer today for Puka. Okay. In a, in a league. Offered a second and a third round draft pick for Puka. Oh, I'm sure it got turned down right away. Just to see, test the waters. Sure. Right? On on this person. Okay. Where they counter. They countered with Puka what? Nakua and a third for Justin Jefferson. And I just wrote back, dude, you could have just said no. <laughs> for Justin Jefferson? And then I rejected it. He said, wait, I but I forget. gave you a what third. League? What league? What league? You know what league. Oh. Smash mouth. <laughs> you got to tell me who it was before. I'll let you. Well, it was whoever had Justin it's, Jefferson. It's for, no, it's the person that has Puka Nakua. I'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah. That league surprises me none, and there's many leagues like it. I promise you. Anyway. That's, all right. Hey, I mean, I know he's got more fancy points. So I, I, did, where I just put from. out a feeler, and that, that so Puka Nakua is rage. He asked for a third. Yes, yeah, so Puka. <laughs> Puka <laughs> no, he was going to give me a third round draft pick. Oh, and I thought he asked for a third. And Puka Nakua for Justin Jefferson. I'm like, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Like a third round draft that pick. That changed things. So <laughs> now I'm interested. Let me guess, you didn't get Puka. <laughs> give me a break. So the question here is are we doing super flex or one QB? And, and we don't even necessarily need to redraft the whole thing. It's just. I want to touch on, and we can, we can redraft start top to bottom if you want. I think it's but, real easy. I think it'd be but, easier for me to like, just go through here. Okay. Because I think there are players that hypothetically would either hop into the first round or move up guys, potentially like Puka, Zay Flowers, Tajay Spears, Marvin Mims, and guys that might move down quite a bit, or maybe even out of the first round, which it's kind of early for that, but Quentin Johnston, Bryce Young, Kendra Miller. So I think it would be helpful and interesting to see where do we rank these guys now that we've gotten a little bit of exposure into what they're going to do in the NFL? I agree. I think it's it's fun. I'm kind of so excited. I haven't talked right. to like rookies in a while. We haven't. We um, haven't. So let's do, how about we'll get through the, is there, do we have something after the segment too? 
Uh, if we have time, we have one other thing, but it's something that could easily get moved to the nerd right, show. I don't think it's going to be too crazy. I don't think we spent okay. a lot of time. I think there's going to be a couple people we'll talk about here for a minute. And that's it. So okay. I say we do super flex time premium because I think it's a real interesting question around the rip. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson or B. John Robinson. So I'm not going to take one one. So I don't have to answer it, but we could talk about it afterwards. I can tell you whether you're right or wrong. Go ahead, Matt. I'll <laughs> take one one then. <clears throat> And I'm just going to eliminate all of this, the questions about injuries, and I'm just going to take Bijan first. And that's still take Bijan too. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah. Uh, to me, that's still the correct answer. He is now that we've seen him in the NFL, he still looks. I mean, he looks fantastic. He don't, I would say he looks better than he did at Texas. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, no, no big secret here. I'm going to take Bijan. It's it's nothing crazy. A pleasure and honor a privilege to watch run the football absolutely john robinson it looks incredible i'll take one too go ahead uh just because it's easier yeah and i'm prayer <laughs> you're dog. right there next to me uh anthony richardson bingo yeah. uh i probably would have taken him one one <laughs> so i feel like i have really good value here i got great value yeah uh, i didn't even have to trade back you know i mean i think i think now i'll say this after after that we know we've already seen anthony richardson if I had to one one and I had no quarterbacks and I was like in a full rebuild, I would probably take Anthony Richardson ahead of Bijan. Okay. Um, because if you're in a if full rebuild, in I, a full rebuild, yeah. I, 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 I have no quarterbacks in yeah. superflex. In a pre-build. startup, would you do it though? Because that's the ultimate like equalizer. No, because I know I can go get Daniel Jones, Jared Goff. I can get C.J. Stroud. I can walk okay. away with three quarterbacks still. Like I could still get quality there. Um, but in a, in, a, in a rookie draft, which is what this is, this is a startup draft. Like I feel like if I was had the one one because my team was in shambles and I had two quarterbacks, like and what it's only had one quarterback at all. That one's Justin Fields, and I felt I kind of felt good about it. But right now it's somewhat of an uncertain. Um, I would take Anthony Richardson because even Bijan straight up isn't giving me Jalen Hurts. He's not giving me Justin Herbert. He's not giving me Josh Allen. And if I feel like Anthony Richardson can enter that tier, um. I'm taking them now on the same flip side though, just because you have that quarterback, another team doesn't need a quarterback. They're not giving you B. John Robinson for Anthony Richardson, you know, Mm -hmm. like at the same time, if they have the quarterback, because they don't B. John just as hard to find, if not harder, especially the running back landscape right now, like in my rankings, B. John in super flex is in my top 12. And then the next running back is in the 20s. I was going to say 22, 24, it's, it's, somewhere It's a crazy. huge gap. And then you have like a few guys kind of all gapped together. Like Brees, Brees down that Gibbs, Taylor, okay. McCaffrey, those guys. But it's it's a it's a big gap right now between Bijan and the rest of the running backs. So who are you taking at three? This is going to be an interesting choice here. I, I want to talk through something that I'm struggling with in general. And this would be a good, like maybe we'll do it on the Talking Dynasty or we do it on this show or something because it's more of like a game theory question. But I've noticed in all of my rookie drafts except for one, I took CJ Stroud ahead of Jameer Gibbs. Mm -hmm. However, in my startups, Jameer Gibbs always went ahead of CJ Stroud. Yeah, startups and rookie drafts are completely different. They're not exactly the same, but should the value of them change that much from one to the other. And I don't know if they should or shouldn't. I'm still kind of working that out in my brain as to like what, why that's the case. And is one of them more correct than the other? I bet if you did exactly what we're doing right now today, I bet CJ Stroud would go ahead of Jameer Gibbs 98% of the time in a super flex startup draft. I'm curious. I honestly don't Uh, know. I, I, I honestly don't know either. 
I'm, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna tweet it right now because I think if it was the three of us in a room, it would. I think. I think here's the reason. <laughs> Do you know but, what I mean? Like, but also, right. Jameer Gibbs hasn't like he hasn't had a massive game yet. True. And Stroud's coming off a really good game where he threw over 370 yards. Yeah. Absolutely. So like. And what we're doing, we're in this draft right after week two. So if we somebody did a startup right now after week two, definitely without like how the quarterback, like you know, right. Deshaun Watson hasn't looked good. Um, Justin Fields, Sorry, excuse me, Justin Fields so hasn't, many, so Justin many Fields hasn't looked good. good. So like, CJ Stroud's looked already good at week two with an offense that we thought was doo doo butter, uh, making two making uh, Nico Collins look really good out there. So I think, I think most people, I mean ninety eight percent of the nerd herd would for sure take CJ Stroud. Over Jackson, uh, Jameer Gibbs. So, Superflex doesn't matter uh, afterwards. Well, who are you taking here? I I do think I am going to take Stroud. I love. I really like how he looked last week. It filled me with confidence, especially even the first week going against a good defense like like the Baltimore mm. Ravens. He played. He played real well. So I I believe in what I'm seeing. I think this is a, a team on the right path. We have a lot of like the 49ers staff, which is a successful yep. franchise, coaching the right way. I, I just like the direction all of that is going. So I would probably take CJ Stroud, but it, it, I'm not going to lie. It is very, very close for me. And I could easily see the argument of Gibbs over. Not Trump. very close to me whatsoever. I didn't even mean to say, Oh, this is interesting. I meant to say this pick is interesting. Your pick to me is a slam dunk. I wouldn't even think about taking Jameer Gibbs here over CJ Stroud in a super flex. Would you in a startup though? No. Even though he's running back, like in your rankings, is he ahead of, is Gibbs ahead of, Stroud or Stroud ahead of Gibbs? I'll have to check, but he should, if he did, I made a mistake and I'll update it. Yeah, yeah because no I, I think most people's rankings would probably have Gibbs first. Gibbs? Uh, dude, a 21-year-old quarterback who's already in the second game look good on a team that doesn't have any weapons whatsoever outside of like a receiver, upside receiver we like. I, yeah. w- I would imagine I have C.J. Stroud higher as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd rather just, I, I can get C.J. Stroud and I could draft other. I'll draft James Conner. I mean, obviously not a young running back, but you can get Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I, mean, no, saying, I, I I understand it. I'm just saying I don't know that that's true. Uh, it is true. Guys told you it was. No, your pick you? is true. I'm just not sure <laughs> that that the ADP would say that. Oh, just because, dude, average dumb people. Somebody, yeah, they're going to make dumb decisions. That's why it's average dumb people. You know? Why do you think people listen to this show? So they don't make dumb decisions sometimes. Or, or tell us how dumb we are. Either way. Either way. I appreciate way. you listening. Now, here's the real... Like yours was a slam dunk that we had to talk about. This is interesting for me. So, for you, this is interesting because your husband is still on the board, right? Oh, I wasn't even thinking about my husband. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jameer Gibbs is still on the board. I was thinking like... Puka Nakua, who is this, the sensation <laughs> of all sensations. Better than Justin Jefferson so right. far. I mean, obviously. It's breaking records. Uh, breaking records. Uh, Make I mean, Fitzpatrick's breaking these. Oh, all right, for, for what it's worth, real quick. In the nerds, so this is Dynasty Nerds users, in the August ADP, we have Jameer Gibbs at pick 23, so pick 211 in a startup, and we have CJ Stroud at pick f- in the fourth round at pick 405. That's August ADP. It's I, currently mid-September, I'm just saying, and I'm telling you, back then, yes, people would do that. I, in our startup, remember I took CJ Stroud in the third after I took two quarterbacks, an Air Force yeah. one. Yeah. And that started right before the season started. But that, um, but this was my argument was, should it be? That's what I'm struggling with. Just because that's what we would do. Is that the correct way to go? That's about. why I'm here to help you and say, yes, the correct way to take <laughs> CJ Stroud every single time. But now Matt's on the board with the All hardest. Right. Your decision was easy. And you're like, oh, does he take Jameer Gibbs? 
Puka Nakua or Bryce Young? Bryce Young, Jackson Smith, and J- or JSN. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Gabe. so for me, uh, I have never been super duper high on Bryce Young. Right. I, I, and I haven't seen anything with my eyes to tell me otherwise. Still inaccurate outside the twenties. Um, still. Yeah, he doesn't look good thrown in the. Yeah, he doesn't look good thrown outside the numbers. He doesn't look good. He doesn't look great thrown down the field. You know, he seems somewhat limited. He doesn't seem to be rattled by the NFL's game. I don't think it's moving too fast for him. I, I've seen what it looks like when it's moving too fast. When I watch guys like Justin Fields, it seems to even now still be moving too fast for him at times. It doesn't seem to be moving too fast for him. I just don't know that he has the arm talent to so do what, what he needs to do. So what trying to say is... So what I'm trying to say is at number four, I, I might just go with somebody that I, I do think has upside and I, I guess I haven't seen it out of this guy either, but I'm going to go Jameer Gibbs because I think he has the highest upside. We've seen little flashes. If yeah, you, if we've you seen watched, a couple plays here and there. If you've watched the games, enough to say, sign me up for that. I want to, and once they figure out how to get him involved in the offense more regularly, I think he's a guy that can flash and really do some things from a fantasy perspective. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Gibbs. So this is tough for me because yep. I'm with you. Like I, I've been down on Bryce Young this whole process. Not even this is not not even to the point where I don't think he can't succeed in the NFL. It's just I can't I don't think he could succeed as a high end fantasy quarterback. Like I think he's like an Andy Dalton, like you know, a guy who's pretty solid, pretty good. Um, he looks good checking there. the ball down, yeah, and, and down you know down the seams and in the middle of the field and stuff like that. He looks he looks good there. And the way I play dynasty is anytime I get a young quarterback, I gotta take it. Like, and I'm looking here like Jackson Smith and Jigbuzz receiver. I like a ton. Uh, Puka Nakua's look great. Dog and Cage looks good. Look good. Um, but I think here, even with for how much I believe in the value of the position, I'm still gonna take Bryce Young. I don't like the pick. Um, and, but and I'm making this pick more so is waiting for the right moment to capitalize and get what I want at this point. Like I can probably get if Jackson. Smith and Jigga pan out. I can Jackson I can. Smith in Jigba. Yeah, yeah. JSN, uh, <laughs> if he pans out, I can get him for sure with probably Bryce Young after. Like, there'll be one good couple game stretcher where I can get him for sure. And I know he pan out. Like, I can use him to get a proven player comp- compared to a rookie year. So mm-hmm. I'll take Bryce Young. Garrett? Uh, that would probably allow me to take Jackson Smith and Jigba. It's crazy that Puka does cross my mind at this point. I do wonder, he's been so good. I mean, way better than I expected when I watched his tape. I'm taking Puka next. Are you going to take Puka? You're wearing the shirt, so it fits. This is why, uh, this is why I wore this. Wore, you're right. yeah, this he, is why I wore this. So I could draft Puka. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's one of those situations where he's performed incredibly, and he's played really, really well. But at the end of the day, I am still going to trust that there was a reason that Jackson Smith and Jig was a first round pick. I believe in what I saw out of him. Yep. I think he's a great route runner. And I think long-term he is a better football player than Puka. I think Puka's in an incredible situation right now with a really, really smart offensive mind. That's going to get him the ball. Okay, obviously Cooper cups, but, a system court receiver, but I think Jackson Smith and Jigba long-term is still going to be the better asset. So I'm going to take JSN. No, I, I, if I was in your spot, I would take JSN no. also. Now you're in your spot. But I'm in my spot. You are. So I'm spot. taking Puka Nakua. Okay. Because the wide receiver too is he scored 52 points in two weeks. That's that's a, a lot. lot. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. 35 targets. 
That's a lot in of targets. Two weeks. And then Tutu Atwell's getting a lot of targets. He and is. The, the guy who I thought was going to get 52 targets, Tyler Higby, uh, like 12%. Yeah, he's not getting much. And Kyron Williams looks like the next LaShawn McCoy. Like, oh. this this whole offense is just incredible. Oh, Cam Akers already benched. You could have saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he did so good at the end of the year last year. They're talking about trading him now. Yeah, I know. Watch it comes to the Browns. I almost, I almost peed myself out of anger. And Do <laughs> so then cream this hold on. anger Before you angry pee yourself, do they actually pull off a trade for this guy or do they just no. end up cutting him? Nobody's trading for Cam Akers. Yeah. I mean, come on. I think the, the teams are interested thing is the agent throwing out like, yeah, oh, yeah, we've gotten a couple oh, calls. Yeah, you know, Browns are interested. Meanwhile, the only one they invited for a workout, I mean, obviously you can't invite Cam Akers for a workout. Right. He's back in LA, Aiken. Uh, it was Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt. Um, yeah, nobody, dude, they're going to cut him. Like, it's very clear they're like, they're going to cut him. Like, right. I don't know what's going on there, but him and Sean McVay do not see eye to eye. And McVay's short. So, <laughs> does that mean Cam Akers is shorter? I don't know. I think they or see eye to eye. Taller? I think they do say eye to eye, but they're not in this instance. I mean, listen, it makes sense. This guy just broke a record. Puka has it, it's it's a target share. Obviously, McVay's system is very very good. Sure. Uh, it's helped Cooper Cup turn to an absolute animal. And Cooper and, Cup's good, but obviously, you can just throw anybody in there. And, <laughs> and I do not expect Puka to have this type of production forever. Right. But I do see it right now, and there is going to be life after Cooper Cup in this offense. And because Cooper Cup's thirty, is he thirty one? He's old. 30. Is he 30? All right, let me flip the script on this one for you. Flip it. You said, I know that Justin Jefferson, I know that's crazy. Say you have Puka. Sure. You drafted him in the third round of your rookie draft. You got him. You might have even gotten him in the fourth. Fourth. Somebody approaches you. the person who I offered a second and third draft. Oh, yeah. Say you got in the fourth or third. But let's say, hi, let's say Say you got in the third. Okay, you believed him. Somebody approaches you right now. They offer you a 24 first for Puka. Do you ride the wave? I'm taking the first. Or do you do you walk out to the you, beach? You were taking a second know, last week. I know, and that was a bad choice, but I'm <laughs> definitely taking choice. the first now. <laughs> um, That's tough for me. I'm not going to lie. Last week, I was I was like, I'm, no way I'm taking a second. Like, forget that. Um, but a first is very tempting. And say it's a late first, probably. Yeah. It's a contender. A first is very tempting, and I might. They say they have Cooper Cup, and I'm like, dude, you just filled my void. It's a big game. I'm, I mean, I might do it. And, and, and that's why, listen, I, I sent out a feeler, right? Right. With the second and the third, knowing probably, it's probably, it's probably not going to get accepted. And, but who, that's but like who me, knows? Be like, but who knows? He drafted him in the fourth. Maybe he wants like to do a, the first time if I uh, texted Dalton and Kate, I said, Hey, how are you doing? He sent back a D pick. Like, it'd be like, that'd be the same thing. Right. So our relationship went differently that way. That's how your trade approach went. Like, it, hey, how are you doing? Send out feelers. He yeah. send you back a D pick. Yeah, it was a D pick. Unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. Unnecessary D. Yeah, just kind of kicked it up a notch. Yeah. yeah. Big, <laughs> uh, don't know how big of a notch it'd be, but yeah, definitely kicked it up. Um, where so was for, I at? We'd all take a first. <laughs> where was I at? It's pretty close. Yeah. So I'm on a clock here. Uh, I know Pick it's tight end premium. I still love Dalton Kane. I absolutely love him, but there's still value out there. I'm taking Jordan Addison, still a receiver who I loved his uh, tape. Uh, already shown right now, he'd be a really I'm shocked quality. I know it's shocking, but like I'll, I'll explain my I'll explain why next pick. Explain um, yourself. My mouth hasn't closed since you did not take but, Dalton Kincaid. But uh, it's Jordan open. Addison In to shock. me is shown that he could be 
a quality NFL receiver at this point already. And, and people are like, well, he's the number two. He's the number two. Number two's win in the NFL at this point. I know the two touchdowns has propelled him, but he's been getting open consistently. Uh, we thought he was one of the best routers coming he's out. He's burning here. the single coverage that he needs to burn. Yeah. That's Every what he's doing. Week. That's how he's getting deep. That's how he's that's how he scored back to back touchdowns. Is is because he's getting deep on fools because everyone's paying attention to Justin Jefferson. It's exactly what we said when he came out. Like this dude's gonna be have the easiest job because yes. he's just going to have to burn single coverage like most of the game and then he's going to be able to produce and, and he's doing all it. you got to do is win once or twice yep. and yep big place and, and think about how when Devontae smith had to come in and play alongside well he didn't play alongside at first but like aj brown people like oh no like oh aj brown and like no no they could both yeah. win pretty highly you know the yeah, same thing they go they stay trade for tyree kill what's happening to Jalen waddle oh he's still gonna be wide receiver seven overall like it's a situation where people can still win he's looked really good um and as much as I love Dalton Cade, I, it's hard to grab. I, anytime I get a chance to get one of these really good young wide receivers, I feel good about. Same thing mm-hmm. about like Puka. Uh, to get a chance on there and kind of get that big reward back. I'm doing it. Very close room, by the way. Very, very <laughs> close. Yeah. So for me, the my number two receiver still hasn't been taken. So I'm going to take Zay Flowers here. Uh, Zay Flowers has shown a lot in the first two weeks. He's been getting open consistently. Yep. He's been making the play, making plays with ball, the ball in his hands. So I've I've been really impressed with what I've seen. From him overall, I think he continues to take the step forward. So you get Dalton Kincaid. I smell love right on the corner. You don't know that. Stop putting thoughts in there. <laughs> She's taking Dalton Kincaid. Swipe right. On. Wait, what do you swipe left or right if you like somebody? I don't know. I've never been on that. I never used it. You swipe right if you like We're somebody. We're all married. Yeah. I, right. I've been married since before dating apps, so I have no idea. Yeah, I've been married before apps. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Yep. I Me guess too. if you have apps, you'd definitely be a dating app. Who are you taking? Kincaid. Dude, you are. You had, you had your chance. You, had you can't even. Ch- keep me a freaking. I was playing right? hard to get. <laughs> That's what the kids do these nowadays. Your fault, fool. It is my fault. All right, no. I'm taking Dal- Dalton Kincaid. I mean, obviously, uh, only to screw Rich, but all. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Also, because he looks good. They're lining him up. Um, you know, as kind of almost a slot wide receiver, quite a bit in this offense. They're they're doing a lot of two tight end stuff, getting them involved early. And he looks great, man. He looks very natural and smooth out there. So here's the reason I took Jordan Addison. Exactly this reason. Uh, and I think most drafts is I'm very bummed point. out about not getting my husband, Dalton Cade. But, you know, when life brings you lemons, you make lemonade. Go ahead. And now I'm just going to add some iced tea to this and have myself a delicious almond palmer. And that iced tea is Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta. And you know, tight end premium league here. I absolutely love Sam Laporta's tape. And now that he's doing exactly what he did in Iowa, exactly the same. He looked exactly the same in the NFL. Uh, even this week, like he had that one catch split, like two defenders had both their arms on him, got right by him, got an extra five yards out of it. Like he is my overpay. Like Don Cade's expensive. Oh yeah. Right. Sam Laporta's expensive too. Not as expensive. He, for me in dynasty Superflex, I will, I, will, I would rather pay uh, what looks like an overpay today. I think it's gonna be underpaid tomorrow. I think when I think this draft class will look back on it, and when we're looking at these top tier tight ends, uh, where it's Hawkinson, like I, I moved Hawkinson to my number one dynasty tight end, and even Andrews. I mean, Andrews is twenty eight, so he's getting. I mean, Andrews, what you know, two years, he's gonna be like thirty years old by my math. <laughs> and I think there's a very good chance that you know Kincaid and Laporta are gonna jump this tier, and there's other guys behind him, guys like Musgrave. T.J. Hawkinson well. is twenty six. Yeah, well, that's why Hawkinson's my number one. Yeah. I moved ahead of uh, Andrews. So, uh, yeah, for me, I miss out on the Kincaid, but Laporta's really closed that gap uh, on Kincaid for me. They're they're 1A and 1B for me, and I feel very comfortable uh, to get them. And I love that. I made the decision when we were at the dinner. We had a big dinosaur dinner at the uh, 
Defense Bowl Expo, and I kind of explained my team, the Kings Classic team, and I knew Zay Flowers was on the board, and Devon A. Chain. I was like, but I need a tight end. Yep. And I believe in Sam Laporta. Is it too high to take him at 110? And we kind of all talked it out. We're like, no. I'm, and I and right now, I feel very grateful that I did pull that cha- trigger. Are you, are you at 11 now? Is that where we're at? Yeah, this yeah. will be the last yeah, yeah. pick. If Assuming we, we just do one round, which is what I assumed we were going to yeah. do. But We'll just do the one, just so yeah. there's a cutoff, and hey, these guys didn't make the cut. These guys right. did. And, and so just to kind of recap, guys that were in the first round, uh, according to May, ADP. So this would have been right after the draft. Uh, we would have that have not been drafted yet. We have Quentin Johnston, we have Will Levis, and we have Devon A. Chain. I think we can pretty safely say Will Levis not really as enticing at the moment. Correct. Could could he still become something? Yes. Ryan Tannehill doesn't look amazing necessarily. We know that there's going to be someone else there in the future. But right now, Malik Willis is playing better than him. So sure. uh, he's not as appealing as, as he once was. Uh, Devon A-Chain, I still think, is a very talented player. We saw glimpses glimpses of, of him in this past week's game. Uh, but they've been very hesitant to use him so far, uh, putting guys like Ahmed out there yeah. and stuff. Instead. Who's also so, looked good. Yeah, and Mostert's, listen, every time Mostert played, he's good. He's, he's always played good. really so, well. So, yeah. He's played really it, well. It makes sense to like, kind of like – a chain, he's smaller. Acklemami had a shoulder injury. Let's yeah. let him really get back. But they know just like we do, like most shirts gonna need a break here soon enough. Yeah, absolutely. Uh so Johnston, that's why you're taking Dot Tajay Spares. Well, you didn't let me build up to it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. Dang it. <laughs> it was just, it was gonna be at the big twist. You're no, posting no pussy <laughs> footing around and everyone knows who you're Anybody taking. Anybody who's listened to more than four shows <laughs> knows who you're taking here. Yeah, it's absolutely no, Tajay Spears. Uh, there's no surprise here. <laughs> uh to be fair, I, I do think that you could make a good argument for guys like Roshan Johnson. <laughs> Marvin Mims, to be fair. Uh, you haven't watched Rice enough uh, Letterkenny yet. Jaden Reed. Uh, so, yeah, there's definitely other players that deserve consideration, but Tajay Spears, 49 yards on eight carries this past week, uh, being used a lot. He's actually been graded as the, like, number one running back, according to PFF. He's been incredible so far. He's been third in pass protection. How could you take him in the first round, I know. Garrett? I'm crazy. I'm crazy for him. Uh, but uh, no, I, he's he's done everything right. You even look at uh, Mike Vrabel's comments. He's like, if we ever figure out how to block from, he's going to rip off 30, 40, 50 yard runs. Looks good, man. So he's he's looked really good. Uh, I feel great about getting him here. And yeah, I think he deserves to be a first rounder at this oh, point. I can't wait to retweet those videos when you had him in the first round. People were like laughing at you. Hysterically. Oh, yeah. You got so much shit about it. Oh my gosh, um, so much. And there's, so and there's some good much. I'll, I'll say this. You know, on the opposite end of your uh, Tajay Spears take, how does that all feel, Zach Charbonnet drafters? <laughs> Told you Kenneth Walker was too good. I know this is, again, this is after two weeks. So right. I, I, I'm saving this just to sound good. If it goes bad, like, yeah, of course. He had plenty of time. It's only two weeks in. It's only two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> only two but, weeks. I mean, when, I, when, when we did a rap, the, the rookie breakdown, I said exactly this. I was like, man, I feel like Kenneth Walker, I don't, it doesn't make sense because, like, for Zach Charbonnet, it kills it. Remember, I put him all the way down to the bottom of the second round draft, and people were like, you can't put him that far. I'm like, I just did because. Watch me. Kenneth Walker is so good. I think Zach Charbonnet is going to come in just to do what Kenneth Walker couldn't do, which is third down work. And that's it. And right now, he's even such a small percentage. That's what he's getting third yep. down work. And they're even using DJ Dallas a little bit more there they as have. well. He was about to get a goal line carry, and then they there was a penalty. And, and guess, like, who's, guess who's look good? Every carry he gets, pretty much. DJ Walker. Dallas. Kenneth Walker oh, and yeah. DJ Dallas. <laughs> Walker. Where are we at time-wise? Uh, we're long. We're long. 106. Oh, wow. 106. So I, I guess that's the end yeah. of that. That's uh, the end. Oh, yeah. Get his injuries. Now, when we talk injuries, we're talking other things as well. So, hope you enjoyed that show. If you did enjoy the show, um, if you're new to the show, you've been to the show around for a 
listening for a while. If you can leave us a rating review this time of year, it really does help the show. Um, if you do leave a rating review, it helps us stay out and get in front of the Dynasty world. So we appreciate that. Um, we're on YouTube. You can subscribe there. Make sure to take advantage of all our sponsors, FF, myffpc.com, Sleeper, and Underdog. Remember, if you use Underdog in the promo code NERDS, you do get a free year to check out the film room, Full the nerd score, year. and get all this good information why Tajay Spears should have been drafted higher in the <clears> first place and why Zach Charbonnet shouldn't have been drafted as high as he was. And hear us all say why Puka Nakua wasn't going to be that great. Oh, <laughs> by joining the nerd. You're welcome. We'll be back next week talking uh, week three. I hope your favorite player of all time uh, stays healthy. I hope your team doesn't go on Monday Night Football and break all break your heart. I hope your team has better success than I do. And we'll be back <laughs> next week talking dynasty fantasy football. That was pathetic, man. Adios. I know, I'm pathetic.